Oh, hello there. It's the titular Matt Stewart letting you know that I'm going to be in Sydney, Australia, and then Brisbane, Australia, doing uh, short runs of my show, Dryer Dryer. Sydney from the 8th to the 12th of May, Brisbane from the 16th to the 19th of May. Hey, but also, you might not know this, I'm doing a live Who Knew It with Matt Stewart in Sydney on the 13th of May and in Brisbane on the 14th of May. Holy moly, am I looking forward to these shows uh, please get tickets for all of these now. If you use the discount code do go on, that might work. I'm not sure, but worth a try. Really hope to see you there. Um, Sydney especially. Please come along. Brisbane also, though you're buying tickets earlier, better. Sydney lift, please. All right, I'll see you soon now. On with the show. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Welcome to Who Knew It with Matt Stewart, the show where the guests write the wrong answers. I'm the titular Matt Stewart, and our first guest this week has a show coming up at the Melbourne International Comedy Festival called The Mike Goldstein of Comedy. It's Mike Goldstein. Yes. The Mike Goldstein of this podcast is here. <laughs> our second guest this week is putting on the election results, not satire show at the comedy festival. It's Maggie Luke. Hi, how are you going? What did you call yourself at the start? A stickler? The titular. Titular. What's yeah. a titular? He's a big tit guy. I'm not. I'm, just, I'm from the. I'm from. The, <laughs> I'm from the title of the show. Oh yeah. right. Yeah. Okay. Uh-huh. Uh huh. <laughs> it's your last name. Who knew it? Uh, yes. <laughs> Matt Stewart. Who knew it? Yeah, that's right. It rhymes. Is that the point? Oh my god. <laughs> Purely coincidental. And our third and final contestant this week is also performing in Melbourne with his show Firebrand. It's Nick Shula. Hello. Yes. Thank you. No one's ever clapped before. Yeah, it's very polite. It's very and it was, golf clap. Maggie uh, clapped Mike uh-huh. and Nick clapped Mike. Uh-huh. And neither of you clapped Maggie. Yeah. That's Something right. I noticed. But oh, it's sexist. Being the woman. I had to jump in. And, <laughs> but I didn't clap. As a for feminist, her. I had to jump in and clap. So for you're Maggie. a titular and a feminist. At the yeah, 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 yeah. Big titular feminist. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't clap for Nick, though. Yeah, my no, one. I clapped for no, no That's person. That's true. You kept it pretty consistent. Yeah. Disrespectful. Why is everyone looking at me now? <laughs> so I think, yeah, really, it was only Nick who, who was basically spitting in your face, Maggie. Yeah. Um, oh, Nick has I just met him as well. I know. It's, we're off to a rough start. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> All right. The way the show works is I ask a relatively obscure trivia question and our contestants have to write a convincing fake answer. I then read their answers as well as the real one and I have to guess which one is correct. All right. So the first question comes from listener Gillian from Toowoomba in Queensland. Oh. And what, we like Toowoomba? I've been there. It's nice. <laughs> good gardens. Ah, and Nick Carr. Yeah, and I think they've got some issues going on at the moment. Actually. Yeah, Nick Carr lives there. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Gillian's question is, what is the meaning of the word latibulate? What is the meaning of the word latibulate? Okay. So you you just send me a fake a meaning of the word. More instructions. <laughs> and while they're writing their answers, I'll explain how the scoring works. They get one point if their fake answer is guessed by one of the other contestants and another point if they correctly guess the answer. And by the way, I'm also playing as the house 
I've put in two of my own fake answers for each question, and I get a point for each one of those that our guests choose. So each of us can score up to three points per round, which seems fair, but the probability actually favours me, the house. And the house always wins, though. If you've listened before, you'll know that is nearly never the case. Our questions come from our great Patreon supporters, and if you want to submit a question, sign up on any level via patreon.com slash pod which is linked in the show notes. All right, the answers are in. Mm. So let's go back to the first question. What is the meaning of the word latibulate? To decompress an artery, to dangerously rush through a laboratory experiment because you are behind schedule, talking at tedious length to people who are politely putting up with it, undoing your pants, to lurk or hide away in the corner, or when a barista forgets your order. Mm. That's a lot of definitions. Yeah, yeah. I, There's I, only three of us here. I, <laughs> I mean, this has all been explained. What's the, what's the artery one? What was that? That feels like that's... To decompress an artery. Right. And what was the pants one? The pants one, undoing your pants. Well, because tib- tibia is a thing, isn't it? It's a body part. Yeah, it's yeah, a, some a sort of a bone. Bone, bone, it's a bone, I believe. And your legs. Yeah. yeah. Pants, mm. pants related. The tibulate's also a name of a stripper I saw in Atlanta one time. <laughs> Was La the first name? Yeah. <laughs> was she titular? She was. <laughs> Great pair of titulars. <laughs> you know what you get when Mike G's on. Oh, show. I love doing podcasts with Matt because I could see the panic in his I eyes know, whenever same. I speak. Yeah, I was seeing the same thing. <laughs> he took a swig of water for everyone not here. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Mike makes my mouth dry. Oh, yeah. <laughs> He could see himself getting cancelled in real time. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just, I'm, I'm looking forward to the edit. That's all. Ah, uh, right, right. You're going to clean it up, are you? Oh, yeah. I'll tidy out most of what you said. <laughs> <laughs> uh, any thoughts, Nick? What are you thinking? It sounds medical. So yep. I reckon it's the artery situation. Want to lock that in? Yeah, let's do it. Can, you give it, can you give it to us? Again? Yeah. So you got Tidic. <laughs> still on tits. <laughs> <laughs> to decompress an artery, to rush through a lab experiment because you're behind schedule, talking at tedious length to people who are putting up with it, undoing your pants, uh, hiding in a corner, or a barista forgetting your order. Oh, it's I'm going tedious length. I think I've heard that before. Locking that in for Maggie Luke. What do you reckon, Mike? Yeah, I think I might do the tedious length as well. It seems... Mm. It seems legit. Uh-oh, Nick's panicking. Yeah. I'm regretting or, my or choice. I went too soon. Complete king of it all. and I'm not confident. Yeah. It's like a spelling <laughs> bee. Can you give us the... Um, Can you use it in a sentence? The root word. <laughs> <laughs> the nation of origin. Uh, it's got a Latin origin. Oh. Oh. Latin bulate. Maybe... <laughs> Is that something? No. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to go, yeah, I'll stick with tedious length. All right. Let's go through who wrote the answers. Uh, when a barista forgets your order, that was written by Nick. Oh. Uh, Undoing I your got- pants was written by Maggie Luke. Ooh. And I like how you you went, ooh. I'm doing your pants. Nice. <laughs> Acting. T- t- oh. Twist. T- t- that's a bone, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> Those years at NIDA. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, to dangerously rush through a lab experiment. That was Jillian, aka the house. Because it's not just me, the house. Oh. It's also the, so you are an apartment the question, block. You know, yeah. it's a You're team game. House. Yeah, it's right. a share house. Okay. Housemates. Yeah. You're too old for a share house. <laughs> 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 to decompress an artery, which Nick went for. That was Mike G. Yeah. So a oh. point for Mike there. Thank you. 
That's good. Talking at tedious length to people who were politely putting up with it. That was also Gillian, aka oh, the house. Oh, so Gillian. two well points for the house there, meaning the correct answer was actually to lurk or hide away in the corner. Um, Tibulate. Latibulating. Yeah, right. It's a really old school word. So, like, Nick looks like someone who might latibulate in the yep. bushes. Yeah, I yeah. think he's, still, he's already doing it a bit. <laughs> I, after how this round has gone, I'm contemplating. Latibulating? <laughs> latibulating, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, after this right round, good. a quick score update. Uh, Maggie Luke is on zero points, mm. as is Nick Shuler. Mike G is on one point, but out yes. in front, it's the house uh, on two points. All right. Mm. What does the winner get? Uh, the winner gets... Uh, Latibulated? Latibulated. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's going to follow his arm. <laughs> uh, all right. The next question comes from Logan Husky from Brisbane. Another Queensland question. Um, Logan Husky? I'm from That's Brisbane. one of the great that, names. That is yeah. a great name. <laughs> Can you say it again? Logan Husky. Yeah, yeah. Logan Husky. Oh, yeah. That's a, a porn There's a suburb yeah. called Logan. Right. I'm sure you haven't gotten it mixed up? And his name's his Brisbane name's Brisbane Husky? from. Yeah, Brisbane Husky. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I've seen a few Brisbane Huskies. Yeah, in the Valley. <laughs> <laughs> the last message I sent you before talking to you about being on this pod, Maggie, was me going, I'm at Rick's. <laughs> what? Really? Yeah, yeah. That's good stuff. Isn't it nice to know I'm thinking of you when I'm, it's 2 a.m. and I'm at a, in the Valley? Oh, yeah. That's right. That is nice. <laughs> it's you, were you latibulating in the Valley? <laughs> you just My think of the only person you know from Brisbane while you were there. You just got to... Um, yeah, I'm not sure. Yeah. I never know the mindset I get into at that time of night. Yeah. Mike knows me. I do. I'm, I love to message him late at night. I've gotten a few <laughs> 4 a.m. messages. Yeah, I don't know why, but I, I love to just I reach out. I think I out. got a, like a 5 a.m. message because I think I left you guys at, oh, the other night, probably like 11.30, uh, and I got a Matt Stewart 5 a.m. message going, great to see you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> anyway, this one comes from Logan Husky, and the question is, Bernie Torpin is known as Elton John's longtime songwriting partner. What is the name of his 1976 collection of published lyrics? So Bernie Taupin had, had a book oh. in 1976 of his lyrics. What was the title of the book? I'm a loser. <laughs> Don't give it away, Maggie. Yeah. Bernie Taupin. What's his last name? Taupin. T-A-U-P-I-N. While you're writing your answers, here's some more information on the word latibulate. According to Writing Redux... The word was defined by Mr. Cockram in his 1623 English Dictionary as privily to hide oneself in a corner. The place in which to do this, according to Cockram, is a latibule, Mm. which he describes as a den or lurking place. In Mr. Shaw's General Zoology of 1802, he tells us that when kept in gardens in Italy and Germany, the tortoise is observed to latibulize in October and to reappear in April. So there was a little, it got used a bit for a couple hundred years, but I think it's, it's really disappeared. <clears throat> the word stems from Latin, where a hiding place is a latibulum. All right, the answers are in. So here's question two again. Bernie Taupin is known as Elton John's longtime songwriting partner. What is the name of his 1976 collection of published lyrics? The one who writes the words for Elton John. <laughs> Look who's Taupin. Wow. My songs, brackets, Bernie and the Hits. Taupin lyrical genius. Are you Taupin to me? Or Taup of the Pops, the Bernie Taupin collection. 
What was the first one? <laughs> yeah. The one who writes the words for Elton John. Mm, seems a little too yeah, on the nose. Yeah, as a, as a man who writes words for a living, yeah. that's a terrible sentence. <laughs> yeah. But, but I mean, all of them are terrible. <laughs> I feel they'd like all be, it's like that and six puns. Yeah. I, I don't know if they'd it's They'd all a be pun great man. comedy festival show names <laughs> if he was doing a show. Yeah. 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 But. but he wouldn't say words. He would say lyrics. Words right. seems to be a little too basic. So what we're saying is someone's written down the actual lyrics to Benny and the Jets because no one knows that. <laughs> yeah. It just but, but, goes but Benny and the Jets. But then it up. Ah, uh, yeah. What is the next part? That's the tops. That's it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm going to go. What Can you do it again? Yep. The one who writes the words for Elton John. Look who's talking wow. My songs, Bernie and the Hits. Torpen, lyrical genius. Are you talking to me or Torp of the Pops, the Bernie Torpen collection? I'm going to go with the first one. Oh, who wrote, I write the words? Yeah, because it feels, it feels it's like we laugh at it, but it could potentially be deep. Mm. Or Mike J's just written that and he's just really happy I picked it. No, I didn't <laughs> go to like that. he was really trying to talk you out of it. Yeah. Really. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'll go... T- Top and lyrical genius. That's not a pun. Is there a pun in that? No. No. Yeah. no that's just straight just up words. Or it could be, it tried to <laughs> yeah. be like, yeah, it's just talk arrogant. Talking, like, that's the only pun you can really get. Yeah, from but let's look who's top and wow. <laughs> top of the pops. Ah. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to go with top and the pops. Top of the pops yeah. for Nick. Locking that. Does the house lock one in or are you just being tricky bass in the corner? No, I don't lock one in because I know the answer. Oh, okay. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I mean, I could. But it would probably be the correct one. What are we half an hour in? I'm still figuring out. The <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Maybe right round six, we might understand how the game works. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right. Let's go through who wrote the answers. Look who's talking. Wow. That was Maggie Luke, which nice. I thought was fantastic that work. Was really that was good. Yeah. Thank yeah. you so much. <laughs> would it? Would it? And that would have mean, because that was before the film Look Who's Talking Now came out. So that would mean <laughs> yeah. that the John Travolta baby <laughs> movie yeah. would have been a tribute to. Which was originally book. Look Who's Talking. And then the sequel was I Look see. Who's Talking Now. Yeah, so, so he <laughs> predicted the sequel, <laughs> the sequel. <laughs> and then did a pun. <laughs> Which is, I mean, that's the genius of Torpen. True. Yeah. 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 Ahead of his time. Yeah. Uh, my songs, Bernie and the Hits, that was Logan, okay, The House. Mm. Are You Torpin' to Me? That was also The House. Mm. Then we had Torp of the Pops, the Bernie Torpin collection, which Nick went for. That was Mike G. Yes. So a point to Mike there. Torp of the Pops is good. Mm. I like that. Yeah. Torp and Lyrical Genius, which Mike went for. That was Nick, so you picked oh. each other's. Oh, meaning out. that the correct answer, Maggie Luke got, the one who writes the words for Elton John. What the fuck? <laughs> So that means one point for Maggie, one point for Mike, and one point for Nick. Right. Oh uh, yeah, of course. It's it sounds like one of those ones where he, he yeah he's trying to be deep, but we think it sounds stupid. Yeah. yeah, the, the one who writes the does. words. Oh, yeah. yeah, I don't know if and it's yeah. a reference to a lyric of his or something. I don't know. Maybe it sounds like um, Breaking Bad, the one who knocks ah, again. True. Well in the future yeah. from when he was doing his. That's thing. classic Bernie. <laughs> it sounds like the end of the title. So it should be lyrics by the one. <coughs> yeah, like the subtitle or whatever. Mm, yeah. yeah. We- Weekend at Bernie's, the one who writes. <laughs> oh, I can't believe words. that didn't get involved. <laughs> <laughs> Is he still around? He's still kicking. Born in 1950. So he'd be, what, 73 almost. 
Are we every single Elton John song he wrote the lyrics for? All the pretty much all the big ones, apart uh, from I think the Lion King ones, which uh, Tim Ross or Tim Curry wrote. Yeah, those two guys confused. Uh, the next question was written by a guy calling himself the Brute from Nebraska. And the is qu- he in Nebraska? Yeah, great place. Is it? Yeah, I don't know. I've seen the movie. What What do you know about Nebraska that you like? It's cold. Yeah, it's half the it's year. Black and white. It is in black and white. <laughs> it's in black and white. Uh-huh. It's acoustic. It's yeah. acoustic. Yeah. yeah, it's sort of a yeah, like a lo-fi, lo-fi. sound. Uh-huh. The Bruce Springsteen album was like a demo. True. That he ended up releasing. Yeah. Oh, so we're just straight up talking about the album. I think so. Okay. I was talking about the film. The film is yeah, great. Will great Forte. Film. Yeah, yeah. It's amazing. It's such a good film. Yeah. I wonder if Nebraskans like that film though, because you know, remember when we made Australia the worst film of all time? <laughs> well, that's what you say, but <laughs> <laughs> you love it. Oh, it's my fave. I reckon it takes quite a talent to ruin a country in a film. Right. Well done, Baz. But no, Nebraska itself is uh, <laughs> my neighbor to the north as a Kansas born and raised ah. person. And I know it's a, an uninhabitable shithole. Well, you've got, you could have a real advantage here because the yeah. question is Nebraskan based. <gasps> and now I've angered someone called the brute. <laughs> what if you call yourself the brute? Wait, what? The guy said it in. You're called he's the protesting brute. too much. Or something. Yeah, yeah. Is he Do called you, the brute? You're not hearing anything I'm saying. Am I talking on the wrong frequency <laughs> or something? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, so the brute's question is: What obscure law was enacted in Lincoln, Nebraska, in 1889? While well, you're writing your answers, I'll let the audience know a little bit more about Bernie Torpen. According to Logan, he and Elton have collaborated on more than 30 albums to date. Over the years, Bernie has also worked with Alice Cooper, Hart, Olivia Newton-John, Emmylou Harris, Brian Wilson, and co-wrote We Built This City with Starship. Despite decades of success and individual wins for Sir Elton, Torpen himself has never won a Grammy and has only been nominated twice. In 2020, he won the Oscar and Golden Globe with Sir Elton John for Best Original Song for... I'm going to love me again from the Elton John biopic Rocket Man. In an interview with BBC Breakfast, Torpen said that the Academy Award was something of a vindication. Quote, the Grammys can take this and you know where they can put it, he said, holding his statuette. Mm, sounds like a very angry man. Yeah, very angry. Bernie? Bernie. Yeah. yeah. He wants the Grammys to take his Academy Award and shove it. Because? Because they never gave him a Grammy. Right. It is weird that he's won a an Academy Award, but not a Grammy. Yeah. He's written so many hits in his his big award-winning song I've never heard of. Yeah. He should have got one, Tiny Dancer and Almost Famous. That was sick. He should have by proxy got. What a great moment that yeah, was. Yeah, amazing moment. And that's him. That's the tops, you know, writing those lyrics. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He's got some, uh, there's some pretty cringy lyrics in those songs as well, though. There's yeah. one, one song where he goes, if I was a painter, but then again, no. And then he talks about something else. Like, what? <laughs> this this isn't going out live. He has ADHD. Yeah, you can, <laughs> so why have you you've got this brain fart in the middle of your song? Yeah. <laughs> Maybe he just really wanted to be a painter for like a week while he was writing the song. But yeah. then again. But then again, no. Maybe not. Yeah. No. His other one that I really think stinks is uh, is uh, when Elton John's singing about um, love. He goes rolling like thunder under the covers. <laughs> Oh. Something about that makes me full body cringe. I don't know yeah. why. What song is that? I guess that's why they call it the blues, uh, I think. Yeah, yeah. yeah, it kind of makes, it only makes sense if if you're going <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. at the same time. Well, also, it's a sound. Yeah. 
thunder. It's uh, someone's giving you a Dutch oven. Yeah, I know. That's what I thought. <laughs> that's, as well. that's what it sounds yeah. like. Yeah. It sounds like farting. Yeah, here yeah. it comes. <laughs> also, alligator rock is bad. Oh, that is you are so so American. It's crocodile rock, man. Oh well, we call it alligator rock <laughs> down here. We we need it. Re, we got it retitled saltwater crocodile rock. It's still down here. Uh, no, 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 no. We call it freshwater alligator rock. <laughs> <laughs> All right, the answers are in for question number three. What obscure law was enacted in Lincoln, Nebraska in 1889? And I wonder if you can use any of that information that Mike gave you before to help you. I should say it is, it's, you know, there are some decent, the Cornhuskers, as they're called, Nebraskans. There is some decent, you know, towns, Lincoln, as as mentioned, great college team up there. Um, But yeah. The brute, you you suck, and you should move out of that. <laughs> <laughs> Your arch nemesis, love it. The brute, I'd love to see a picture of the brute. Yeah, mm. it sounds hot. Please mm. send in a photo, yeah. brute. Yeah. yeah. Uh, all right. So here are your options for the obscure law enacted in Lincoln, Nebraska, in eighteen eighty nine. It is illegal to sodomize on Sundays. Mm. Cattle in Nebraska may only be fed corn that is grown in Nebraska. Feeding out of state corn and Nebraska cattle may result in a fine of ten dollars per animal. It's illegal to grow corn that's taller than a police car. All female immigrants must marry a farmer to live in the county. It was illegal for ugly or unsightly people to expose themselves to public view. Or on Abraham Lincoln's birthday, anyone under six foot four wasn't allowed to leave the house unless wearing a top hat, which made them at least Lincoln's height. So, mm, uh, well, first of all, pl- what y- year was this again? 1889. So we didn't really have police cars back no. then, did we? No, no, no. No. Well, what did the Nebraskans Nick's, call? Nick's face. <laughs> <laughs> it didn't think that one yeah, through, did we, Nick? Fuck. <laughs> oh, police cart. Police, police cart. Police Sorry. Cart. Yeah. cart. Sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Hang on. Okay. Let me have another look at that. <laughs> Which is what exactly? Police, police. cart. Yeah. Cart. Oh. Sorry. Police oh, cart. Okay. Sorry. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. And there was two corn ones, right? Two corn ones. Two corns. But it does sound like it is a corn. It's a corn corn town. Yeah, the corn huskers. Yeah. But the Lincoln ones, I could be wrong here, but I do not think Abraham Lincoln is actually from Nebraska. Right. I think there's a city named after him. When did he die? (laughs) Is it this one? Yeah. It was earlier than 1883. Wasn't Before that. When was the Civil War? It was just after that he died, wasn't it? Uh, All I know is... Nikki Webster played at the Sydney <laughs> 2000 Olympics. You had to forget all your American knowledge when yeah. you moved over. Yeah, right? yeah, to get citizenship. Yeah. Well, I renounced fine. all that knowledge. Okay. But 1800s at some point. I mean, so one, give me the two corn ones again. Uh, cattle in Nebraska may only be fed corn that was grown in Nebraska, or it's illegal to grow corn that's taller than a police cart. I think the first uh, one sounds boring. <laughs> I don't know why you'd put that in. Yeah, like, that's too a, that's specific, a, that's too really boring. Yeah, that's long-winded. A, that is a part of that's part of the vibe of the show. The answers are normally ideally a bit. Have we hurt the feelings of the house? <laughs> no, no, yeah. no, no. You're, but I'm saying you're right. Why would I pick? Why would I pick a question with the answer yeah. is so dull? Mm-hmm. And the but place- the first the that being said, the first one was a very dull answer, hiding in the corner. So right, mm. I broke my own rule there. True. Yeah, yeah. You're a maverick. Well, I'm running out of quirky facts. <laughs> <laughs> so we've got the two corns. Yep, two corns. We've got all female immigrants must marry a farmer to live in the county. Uh, illegal for being ugly in public or uh, Abraham Lincoln's birthday to be his height or taller or make that up with a hat. 
Wasn't there a sodomy one? Too? And uh, yes, it is illegal to sodomize on Sundays. Right. Yeah. Does but that mean it's fine in the rest of the week? Yeah, it's yeah. fine to go for it Monday yeah. through Saturday. See, I'd believe it more if it was it was legal to sodomize on Sundays. Yeah, because that's what. Yeah. That's what <laughs> that's what <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> the other way around, I'd lean towards that, but uh-huh. it means they were really cool with it for six days. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But not on the Lord's day. You got to rest. Not on the Lord's yeah. day. Yeah. You got to rest. Go to town. You know, Monday to Saturday, but yeah. you've got to take a rest. Take a rest. Take a, rest. Take a break. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Everyone was just real tired by the yeah. time. Um, I'm going to go, wait, what, oh, what was the second one, second last one again? Sorry, Matt. Second last one was <coughs> illegal to be ugly in public. Yeah, that what? one. Was it, the, you said expose themselves though. Uh, just, just expose themselves to public view. Right. I think it's flowery language. Okay. For, I'm going with that one. Yeah. But who's the arbiter of who's ugly and who's not? Good question. I guess the mayor of Lincoln. They had a hot or not at the uh, yeah, hot or not. state fair. Yeah, oh, yeah. Wait, so, wait, the town's called Lincoln. Yes. Uh-huh. Oh. You really haven't. You, just, <laughs> I just you don't fun. hear me. I told you I don't do instruction. <laughs> um, uh, no, I'm still going to go with the ugly one because I agree with it. Yeah. <laughs> Bring it back. <laughs> yeah. Any thoughts, Mark? I'll do. I want to hear your local knowledge. My local knowledge extends to corn. I could be widely wrong on Abe Lincoln, not from Lincoln. It would be weird if he was from there and they named it after You know what I mean? Yeah, they'd have to change the name of the But, I mean, they could still celebrate his birthday if they've named us after him, you'd think. Uh Mm. I want to say he's from Boston or the East Coast somewhere. Yeah. He had that. Uh, Is Nebraska top left? Is that where it is? Top left. If you're looking down on America, top right. If you're looking, oh, Nebraska's middle. Sorry. Middle, okay, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. right okay. in the middle. Uh, Boston, top right, you know. And Abe Lincoln had a twang, like you know, where am I going to park the car? Oh, did he? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, well, yeah right. He so he drove a car. Can you yeah. <laughs> where are you going to park it. the car? <laughs> yeah. Can you do more regional accents? I've never heard you do really regional American yeah. accents. I think that's it. Get, I mean, throw one at me and I'll try. Yeah, Can Boston. Wow, that was it right there. Right, was that Boston? Where are you going to park the what, car? What's park Nebraska? Harvard Yard. <laughs> what? Nebraska then? Nebraska's this. It's okay. my voice. Can you right. do Southern, uh, hey y'all, where are you gonna park the car? <laughs> <laughs> and how would you say you're gonna park the car if you're in California? <clears throat> oh, yeah, <laughs> that's Canadian. That's so Canadian. Canadian. <laughs> Canadian, yeah, yeah. You same said Canadian, same. right? You are good, yeah. you are very good. Yeah, yeah. What up, dude? Park the car, <laughs> yeah, there you go. That's uh, something, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, uh, so I'll go with you have to feed local corn to local cows, okay? Locking that in, yeah. And what about you, Nick? I think I'm going to do the same. It's way too long-winded and, yeah, boring to be not real. (laughs) Oh, there we go. All right. Well, Unless unless the brute – I mean, there's fuck all else to do in Nebraska, so maybe the brute sits there and just comes up with obscure facts. Yeah. Let's go through who wrote the answers. Uh, Being illegal to sodomize on Sundays, that was Mike G. Of course it was. Filthy. Yeah, there it is. I know. I I smelled that one. I thought, well, because there is obscure laws that are still in place in the States like that, you know? (laughs) Yeah. And that's why I always left Nebraska on a Sunday. So I could sodomize in Kansas. (laughs) (laughs) Across county lines or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, It's illegal to grow corn that's taller than a police cart. 
That was Nick. Oh, I had a feeling. Yeah. It was when he went, no, no, damn, no. I wrote that wrong. Yeah, <laughs> the pivot from car to cart was yeah, uh, I seamless. Not. I mean, <laughs> you need to own that, though. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm here for you, no, I'm, but you've no, got to gotta be here for me, too. I appreciate you trying to save it. Oh, no, it was a typo. But uh, no, Maggie, Maggie got me. Uh, all female immigrants must marry a farmer. That was Maggie Luke. Uh, You're welcome. See, I wouldn't think there would be a lot of immigrants in Nebraska. <laughs> I had no in idea. The 1800s. I was trying to make it racial, but not too racial. Uh, yeah. 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 On Lincoln's birthday, anyone under six foot four wasn't allowed to leave the house. That was the house. Mm. Right. House loves writing house for later. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, that's a good tip. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Cattle in Nebraska may only be fed corn that's grown in Nebraska. That was written by the brute. The brute. The brute. Yeah, the house. Got me. Uh, with that local knowledge. I know. Uh, meaning that once again, Maggie Luke is correct. It's illegal to be ugly or unsightly in public view. Wow. Or yeah. it was back then. I didn't. Mm. The brute thinks it still is, but I did a bit of reading. It seems like that was, it's not still. Bring it law. back, I said. Oh, I've been in Nebraska, and if that's the case, a lot of people are breaking the law. Yeah, <laughs> lock them up. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so that means two points for the house, one point for Maggie Luke. Yes. Bringing the scores now to Nick Shuler on one point. Mike G on two points, Maggie Luke on two points, but out in front it's the house on four points. Mm. But that brings us up to question number four, and this one comes from Matthew Bohr from British Columbia in Canada. Now, how, how would Matthew Bohr sound, Mike? Matthew Bohr, British Columbia in Canada? Yeah, yeah. Oh, top of the morning to you. <laughs> that is good. Matey. You close your eyes. Yeah. I didn't know the Irish was so yeah. Well, he's Irish. Matthew Bohr is Irish. Yeah. Oh. yeah. And he comes from Irish stock. Yeah, he's oh, only okay. just moved to Canada. Uh, yeah. Oh. yeah. Mm. His whole his full name's Matthew Bohr Flanagan. It's not Oh, oh, oh Bohr Flanagan. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck, it was right there. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Matthew O'Bohr's question is, what obscure character was named the fourth most unfortunately named Transformer by the topless robot in 2009? Who's the top? Yeah, what robot? is the It's a, it's a blog. It's a, <laughs> what it's a, kind of blog? Yeah. It's a blog about Transformers and stuff. So you basically, you just got to come up with a, a Transformer name that's a bit bit off. Yeah. How many Transformers are there? Is this a big world? I think there's hundreds. Yeah. yeah. Right. So Topless Robot is a online publication, you say? Yeah, yeah. All Do right. you frequent it, Matt? Yeah. Uh, he loves... Uh, we, I love the titular robot. <laughs> <laughs> the titular to, to, topless robot. Ooh. <laughs> stuttering, getting all yeah. shaken up, flustered. <laughs> getting the vapors, he as you might say. Oh, yeah, you got the vapors, as Matthew Bohr might say. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Good Lord. Oh, good Lord. I got the vapors. <laughs> I, I do declare... <laughs> Oh, now it's shifted. I yeah. like that. Yeah. Um, His mom's Southern. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. Oh. It's a Southern and Irish. That's yeah. The, yeah. Southern Irish woman. Yeah. Classic combination. I mean, I, I'm not his parents. I don't <laughs> you, don't make, you didn't make it. I didn't make it. <laughs> yeah. That's why they moved to Canada. They, they decided to Split move to the, the middle. Yeah. Oh, okay. yeah. Hey, House, um, what was the adjective used to describe? Unfortunately named. Okay. All right. While you're writing your answers, here's a little bit more info about the ugly law according to the brute. This strange law from the city of Lincoln was enacted in 1889 and states that any person who is diseased, maimed, mutilated or in any way deformed so as to be an unsightly or disgusting object or an improper person to be allowed in or on the streets, highways, thoroughfares or public places in this city shall not therein or thereon expose himself or herself to public view. 
under the penalty of a fine of $1 for each offence. It was uh, pretty crook law, to be honest. Mm. Or was it? (laughs) (laughs) And while you're still writing your answers, let's go for a quick break. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Okay, your answers are in. So here is question number four. What obscure character was named the fourth most unfortunately named Transformer by Topless Robot in 2009? Uh, That's how I say 2009. That's cool. Yeah, it's pretty actually really sick. (laughs) (laughs) 2009 is cool as well. (laughs) All right, here are your options. Erector, Crispy 12-asaurus, Hard Fister, (laughs) Nut Buster, Snatch Master, Morph anus. There are six options. <laughs> <laughs> is morph anus two words or is it like morphinous? Or more famous. Uh, yeah. It's hyphenated between morph and anus. Oh, so anus is really yeah. accentuated. Double barrel. I yeah. reckon <laughs> I reckon the fisting one is Goldstein. What was the fisting one? Oh, Hard okay. Well, maybe I'm acting. <laughs> Hard fister? Punch. He punches. He punches. Hard. Yeah. Hard fister. Because it, it was named in 2009, but this character it comes from, you know, an earlier time, I assume. Yeah. When was when Fisting was invented? Yeah. Yeah. When fisting was fisting? way back. Fisting, I think, came into the 90s, but Transformers were the 80s. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh, I love how that was, you just knew that. <laughs> was Fisting only the 90s? Yeah, that was when it was invented. No. That <laughs> <I> took one. <laughs> brave one soul. Brave soul with a, a mind that was willing to think outside the box. Oh, so it was uh, a woman with a lot of inside kids. Inside the box. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> Hand that was willing to. Yeah. <laughs> so morph anus. Yep. Sister Fister. Oh, that wasn't. I can add that as an extra option. <laughs> Erector. Erector. Oh, that's Crispy 12-asaurus. Crispy 12. Hard Fister. Hard Fister. Nut Buster. Snatch Master or Morph Anus. Do you know what? I'm going to say this is reasonably like not, it's not a blue podcast. So I don't think you would have picked a fisting one. Mm. Um. (laughs) I don't know. You started talking about tits, right? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I I think the, the nuts one. Nut buster. Nut buster. No, no. I take that back because I can't see why a, tr- like, a, what are they, transformer? Yeah. Yeah. Would so be busting nuts is a silly thing. Yeah. I'm actually, I'm leaning towards the fister, uh-huh. or, but am I not? Oh, no interior monologue on <laughs> <laughs> You know this by now. Yeah. Um, okay. Oh, this one's got me. Let's go with the start. Give us the first name again. Erector. Okay. And are you allowed to tell us? What it transformed from? No, I I don't know. You don't know. You should have put that in the question. That would have been fun. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Because some kind of construction, like a crane, could be an erector. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah, but okay. So erector, yeah, that's feasible. What's next? Crispy twelve asaurus. That's fucking. 
It sounds like it's invented by someone who doesn't know anything about Transformers. Yeah, but they did branch out into like dinosaur bots and stuff, didn't they? Yeah, it could be like a uh, yes. partnership with like KFC uh. if they, if Transformers like partners <laughs> with KFC and they make a KFC themed crispy yeah, twelve asaurus. Yeah, they did do a series of uh, Prime. What was it called? Prime Dinobots or something. Yeah, Dinobots. And then they did uh, one about animals as well where Prime, what's the main guy? Optimus Prime. Optimus Prime was uh, Optimus Primal, a gorilla. Uh, so they've done, they've done a bunch of different uh, it's, versions. It's, 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 it's the Transformers. That, uh, sometimes they two become one, don't they? Isn't that a thing about Transformers? That was so uh, Spice Girls. Yeah, Spice oh, okay. Girls. <laughs> <laughs> Tonight is the night. Yeah. <laughs> um, but these are isn't that what happens or is that Power Rangers? Uh, there are ones where that can happen as well, yeah. So uh, there could be like a crispy and there could be a 12 they, Well, right. when, they, together. when yeah. they fist, they become one. <laughs> <laughs> the sister fister. Yes. Sister. All right, so Erector, the crispy 12 Hard fister, uh, Nutbuster, Snatchmaster, Morphanus. Snatchmaster. Snatchmaster. Mm. I like the sound of Snatchmaster. Yeah. Yeah, I guess you know snatching. Yeah, out snatching. Nut buster. Yeah, you're right. I don't know when. Nuts you wouldn't would want to bust a nut as a machine, unless it's yeah. There was a food offshoot. Uh-huh. Oh no, hang on. What about well, bolts and yeah, nuts? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, yeah, Nixie. He, he breaks the nuts of other machines. Oh, other machines. Oh, yeah, that's right. Nuts and bolts. Yeah, bolts. yeah. But when you call him bolt master, I mean, nut really is the thing that holding a bolt. Like yeah, no, like the nut is quite a specific. And busting a nut is a little too. <laughs> But in the eighties, you know, maybe this is where it came from. Could you? What was there? No, not busting. <laughs> no, no, not busting. No, <laughs> really. It got real big in the nineties. Oh, they're edgy. I might just be talking from personal. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna throw fists to the wind and go with fisting. I think most of us are here because our parents busted a nut in the eighties, mm. right? Are we eighties babies? You're not. Nineties. 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 I don't understand any of the references. <laughs> any of this podcast. You're lost. So far, yeah. <laughs> I don't know what's going on. Well, um, are you early, surely early? Yeah, ninety two. Okay, that's pretty much eighties. Yeah. Yeah. If your mum had a long gestation period, it could have been the eighties. Mm. Mum's quite an a long. No, no, not as far as I'm aware. Yeah. No, you weren't one of those. She'd never forget if she was. But <laughs> awful stuff, Maggie. You, know, you went saw, with Hard Fister. Just saw some elephants. I just came from the zoo, actually. Bloody saw hell! Saw the baby elephant. Oh. Um. Yeah, fisting. Fisting. You went the whole way around on fisting. Didn't yeah. You? Yeah. I'm throwing in throwing life and in this game. <laughs> <laughs> I told you not to tell. <laughs> um, Erector. Erector for Mike. And I'll go Snatchmaster. Snatchmaster for Nick. Mm. All right, let's go through who wrote the answers. Uh, Crispy's 12 source. That was Maggie Luke. Yeah, I've got no uh, idea yeah. what's going on. Crispy <laughs> 12. That yeah. was, a, of all of them, I'm like, I don't know if I know what this is. <laughs> yeah. No, me either. So I, I thought a saurus was definitely something that then, then I, when I sent it in, I thought, no, that's dinosaurs. Uh, but, you know, I think I thought my pitch where it could have been two become one. Yeah, um, no, I like it. Other than Spice Girls. <laughs> yeah. Crispy, though. Yeah. That was interesting. I, I just like the word, I think. Mm. Yeah, I don't know. Crispy. That's a good word. Yeah. Sorry. I got hungry. Did what you? you say? Yeah, yeah. crispy. <laughs> oh, good. Yeah. Uh, Nutbuster, that was the house. Morph anus, that was Nick. Oh. Morph anus. Yeah, the, if it was Morphinus, I would have maybe lent towards it, you know, even though he was in the Matrix. Or morph anal. Yeah. yeah. 
Morph is a good word though. Morph was a great morph, word. Yeah, it's yeah. a good start. Yeah. And then just put a, Anus. A, Anus. a swear word on the end. Yeah, morphinal. Yeah. <laughs> it's not a swear word. It's morphinal time. Describing. Describing. <laughs> is, it, is anus a describing word? Well, it's just a thing. <laughs> it's an adjective. <laughs> <laughs> the anus dog. <laughs> uh, Snatchmaster, which Nick went for. That was Mike G. Yes. Oh, Snatchmaster. Oh. I, I definitely thought you were fisting. Yeah, really? Yeah. No, no. Which I, is what you went for, yeah. Maggie Luke. But no, that, but I was like. That I, was actually I, Matthew Bohr, okay, oh. the house. Bohr, the Irishman. Yeah, yes. the Canadian Irish <laughs> southerner. Fisting enthusiast. Meaning that Mike G was correct, it was a rector. Oh, yes. And your logic well was done. correct. It was about, it was a building Transformer, ah. and it didn't like destruction. It just wanted to protect buildings. It just wanted to get erect. Is that, re- <laughs> yeah. is that really it? It's, yeah. just, it's just a protector of the yeah, yeah. Erector yeah. Erect. Protector. Yeah, <laughs> I'd, I'd loved structure <laughs> buildings. Uh huh. But what? you must be curious because um, that was only the fourth most problematic, or whatever it was called. Unfortunately, <laughs> named. Yeah, I'll read out the top three in a second. Uh, but before I do that, let me ask you question number five. Mm. And this comes from Michael Nielsen from Signet in Tasmania. The question is, what 1947 song are country duo Lonzo and Oscar best known for? Slightly novelty-ish country song. was their best known song oh, yeah, I know. from 1947. Country oh, Western. 47. Yeah, country and, country and Western, that's right. What are they called, Lonzo and? Lonzo and Oscar. While you're writing your answers, here's the characters that beat Erector for the top three most unfortunately named Transformers, according to Mike's favourite website, toplessrobot.com. <laughs> I love it, dude. Cyborg. Let me see those cyborgs. <laughs> <laughs> so number four was, of course, Erector. I don't know. I reckon Erector probably could have just about come out on top. Number three was Nightbeat. <laughs> it's fine. Number two was Discharge. Yeah, that's bad. <laughs> and number one was Breast Force. Breast Force? I love Breast Force. Yeah. What, is that, what does it even do? There's a, a team and they, like you said, they combine when and it's it, the when five become one and something happens with the breasts and they all combine breast into force. one big. Oh, man, breast cool. Force could have been another name for Charlie's Angel. <laughs> yeah. Wait, wait, wait. I, want, I would love to hear those again because I feel like you can construct a story. Nightbeat? Nightbeat, Discharge, and Breast Force. Okay. And Erector, of course, rounding out the top four. Yeah. So I was looking at Breast Force, got Erector, decided to have a Nightbeat, and had to discharge. Yeah, there you go. There you go. <laughs> Man, this pod is the best thing I've ever done. <laughs> All right, the answers are in. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Here is question number five. What 1947 song a country duo Lonzo and Oscar best known for? Cousin Lovin' on the old Mississippi? I'm my own grandpa? Cotton Eye Joe? When drink driving, keep your hands at ten and two? Cousin Lovin'? Well, my fists will do the talking and your chin will do the listening. <laughs> Who did that one? <laughs> what is it? And your chin will do the listening, or are you? What did you say? Yeah, well, your and your chin will do the. So listening. there's two cousin lovins. Two cousin lovins. One on the old Mississippi. One just one just straight up. <laughs> one land based. Land based. Yeah. Uh, well, it doesn't even say land based. That's true. Could be water based. Mm. Non-specific cousin lovin. Mm. But both are spelt 
without the G on Lovin'. Lovin'. So your cousin Lovin' on the old Mississippi, I'm my own grandpa, Cotton Eye Joe, when drink driving, keep your hands at 10 and 2, cousin Lovin', or my fists will do the talking and your chin will do the listening. I, I love the drink driving one. Was drink driving illegal in 1947? Yeah, good question. I no, I wouldn't have been. It would have been encouraged. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. My dad talks about it sometimes. He talks about the days before drink driving. Well, what? <laughs> well, before I'm like, I don't think drink. <laughs> yeah, I think it was before breathalyzers is what he means. Yeah. My um, my babysitter didn't have seatbelts in her car. Remember that? Fuck. Yeah, because I think it was optional for a while. Right. Yeah, and then my brother did like a backflip half out the window one time on the way to Kmart. Hell yeah. Yeah. That's rad. Things change really quickly. <laughs> Backflips are cool. Yeah. Right? yeah. That's a landing. Yeah. Little kid hanging half out the car. And the kid survived. He's all right. He's yeah. off, but, you know. <laughs> I imagine you wouldn't bring up that story mm. if the context was that that's how he died. <laughs> no, no. no, he's all right. I mean- it's dead in my heart, but, you know. <laughs> <laughs> so, Cousin Lovin' times two. One's on the Ole Miss sip. Yep. There's a... On my own grandpa. On my own grandpa. How does that work? <laughs> that's so funny. That's really funny. I think that's the best fake answer yeah, or real answer. Like, had all yeah, I'm my own grandpa. Could you give us a little snippet of how you think that would go? Uh, I can. Yeah. I mean... <laughs> I'm not a mathematician, but it would involve like, you know. Sing it. Oh, sing the yeah. song? <laughs> I, I, I can't sing the song. I might give it away. Okay. If I, um, <laughs> I'm my own grandpa because I fuck my own grandma. Does yeah. that work? Great grandma. Great grandma. how that works. If yeah. you sleep with your great grandma... Are you your, your own grandpa? <laughs> I, think if it's, I think if you're inbred enough, you can work out that you could potentially be your own grandpa. Right. Yeah. So it would be like your your ma, your dad would have had to have been also your great grandpa. Right. And then you were born and became your grandpa. Can someone write it? <laughs> I think Some, the brute knows. Should the provide brute that. Should <laughs> yeah. He'll know. <laughs> Um, I'm my own grandpa and then Cotton Eye Joe. Cotton Eye Joe. Which is one we're all familiar with. Yeah. Yeah. Covered many times. Mm. Where did you come from? Where did you go? Where did you come from? Cotton well, I Joe. came from my own <laughs> grandpa. Great grandma. grandma yeah. <laughs> I, I love, I, I really like the drink, the drink driving one. I think that's funny, but it's just the phrase. Is very right. modern. Right. What's the drink driving one again? When drink driving, keep your hands at 10 and 2. Okay. I think that's, it's, if it's wrong, it's a funny one. Yeah. Whoever mm. did that. Cotton Eye Joe makes sense because I know it's a remix, the 1990s one. Right. But I don't know how novelty it is. I'm going to go for the grandpa one because I just like that. <laughs> that's generally. good. Yeah. I want to see the movie. Yeah. <laughs> you know? I reckon you've done it as well. I reckon uh, yeah. you're the grandpa. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. Or Nick. Yeah. I think it's come from this room. No, I'm, I'm, I'm jealous of the uh, creativity behind I'm my own grandpa. <laughs> I know. I'm, pe- I'm just picking it. I know I keep saying someone has done it in the room uh, or or it's wildly accurate and it's funny because it's kind of worked for me in the past. So, yeah, did, lock in grandpa. Lock in grandpa for Maggie Luke. Yeah, yeah, that's it. Matt, did you say the guy who wrote the question is from Tasmania? I did say that, yes. Oh. oh that makes sense then. Mm. Cousin love it. <laughs> yeah, or grandpa. I mean, actually, yeah, that doesn't. 
narrow down any of it. Yeah. It really doesn't. Look, I'll go Cotton Eye Joe just because it seems plausible. All right. Leaving you, Nick. I think I'll go Cousin Lovin' on the old Mississippi. Yeah. Either two people have come up with that separately or one's real and someone's also mm. narrowed it. Or one's house and one's table. That's true too. In, 40, in 1947, you could still sleep with your cousin. Yeah. Yeah. You'd be proud of it. It wouldn't even be a novelty song. That'd yeah. just be a mainstream you, hit. You can still do it now. Yeah. Can't you, can can you, you marry your cousin? No. Yeah. In Greta- Shelbyville, you can. <laughs> is this true? Greta Scacchi, the actress, did it and had a child, and she's now an actress. Didn't the Queen do that? Isn't the, wasn't the Queen's husband a, a like cousin? second cousin, oh, second yeah. cousin. Oh, shit. You can 100% still marry your cousin here. Okay. Well, you learn something new every day. Mike's got some calls to make. Yeah, Yeah, I looked it up. (laughs) That engagement. I I got some hot cousins. (laughs) Here, not there. No, there would make sense as well. Yeah. (laughs) All right, let's go through who wrote the answer then. Uh, Cousin Lovin'. That was Nick. Uh, Did you pick that? No, he picked the the other one. Mississippi. My fist will do the talk and then your chin will do the listening. That was Michael, aka The House. Mm. Then we had. Cousin Lovin' on the old Mississippi. That was Mike. So you two oh, sit next to each two other. Yeah. yeah, there you go. <laughs> Just want to fuck up. the old Mississippi. <laughs> yeah. When drink driving, keep your hands at 10 and 2. That was the house. Mm. Cotton Eye Joe, which Mike G went for. That was Maggie Luke. Mm. Meaning Maggie Luke was correct. It's I'm my own grandpa. <laughs> oh, what? That That's amazing. Thank you. Can we get some lyrics from yeah. this? Yeah, I'll, I can. That's why you didn't want to sing it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, I know the tune. <laughs> I'd actually forgotten which one I locked in. So that was. Is that the right? Is that not the one you locked in? I can't remember, but I'll go with it. Let's just stick with this. Uh, so that means two points for Maggie, one point for Mike. Ooh, it's heating up here, I tell you. How's Nick going? What oh, are you on? Badly. I think I'm languishing. Uh, quick one. score update. Yeah. Nick is on one. Maggie is on four. But out in front on equal five points, it's Mike G in the house. Yes. Oh, wow. Yeah. Well done. Thank you. All right. We're up to question number six. This one comes from Ellie Bacon from Liverpool in the UK. And Ellie's question is, what strange occurrence happened in a football match between Liverpool and Sunderland in October 2009. What strange occurrence happened in a football match between Liverpool and Sunderland in October 2009? English Premier League football, soccer. 2009. 2009. So Liverpool, one of the big teams. Mm. And I guess Sunderland also another team. While you're writing those answers, let me tell you more about I'm My Own Grandpa. According to Michael, (laughs) this song is based on an old observation, I think by Mark Twain, wrote it in a book somewhere, that one could conceivably be considered their own grandfather. The process the song describes is thus. A narrator marries an older woman who has a daughter who thus becomes his stepdaughter. This stepdaughter then marries the narrator's father. This marriage makes the stepdaughter also his stepmother. Now having a stepmother, the narrator also gains a step-grandmother, which is the woman he married. He also gains a step-grandfather, which is the woman's husband, a.k.a. himself. So that's how he becomes his own grandfather. But the song goes on, more kids are had, and he also becomes other relations to himself as well. <laughs> that sounds very complicated. Yeah, yeah. it is. A, like You say it was Mark Twain? I think Mark, I think Mark Twain, uh, this is where the song was inspired by. Yeah. Like, oh, the way no. I interpreted that was Mark Twain is his own grandfather <laughs> and they wrote a song about him. No, I think he just wrote that down in a book. Like, it's, it's possible. 
Right. If I'm remembering that correctly. Right. From something I read yesterday. Yeah. I really <laughs> hope that my mind would have held on to that. Uh -huh. All right. Here's question number six. What strange occurrence happened in a football match between Liverpool and Sunderland in October 2009? The football was deflected into the goal off a beach ball thrown by a fan. A cat ran onto the pitch, distracting the keeper who was allergic for long enough for an easy goal to be scored. One team arrived an hour late, having not adjusted their watches for daylight savings. Sunderland fans held a bonfire that encouraged fans to burn Beatles memorabilia. A fan was seen eating a vegetable or some guy streaked and he was really hot and everyone got super horny and started banging. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. Okay. We all know the answer. Though. Yeah. We started pretty dry, but we really <laughs> warmed up late. Yeah. Vegetables and banging. Yeah. Um, a fan was seen eating a vegetable. Yeah. Mm. I think I remember this. The vegetable? No. The, <laughs> <laughs> the streaker? I think I remember the actual answer. Oh, great. Um, do you want to lock it in and then you, you're potentially helping them out or do you want to hold back? I'm going to hold back. Oh, all right. What are you thinking, Mark? Okay, well, run me through. I know there's a lot there, but give me the gist. So the goal off the beach ball thrown yeah. by a fan. Yeah, which counted? Which counted. Okay. Yep. Uh, so that won them the game. Uh, a cat ran onto the pitch, distracting the keeper who was allergic for long enough for an easy goal to be scored, which uh -huh. won them the game. Uh-huh. Uh -huh. One team arrived an hour late, having not adjusted their watches for daylight savings, which lost them the game. Uh -huh. Sunderland fans held a bonfire that encouraged fans to burn Beatles memorabilia, which didn't affect the game. Mm. <laughs> a fan was seen eating a vegetable. I don't think that affected the game. Mm. And some guy streaked and he was really hot and everyone got super horny and started banging. I think that game got called off. Oh, really? <laughs> <laughs> See, the players jumped into the stand. and Right. Okay. I'm leaning towards... Oh, I don't know. Some guys really hot. People get horny. <laughs> yeah. People do get horny, don't they? <laughs> yeah. I've seen it happen. Especially if he's hot. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, how hot are we talking? Wow. It says really hot. Okay. Yeah. So abs. Yeah, I assume abs. Yeah, okay. English abs. English. Ooh, <laughs> that's rare. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm leaning towards beach ball. Beach ball. Maggie has the inside information. Yeah. But Beach ball onto the pitch, ball deflects into the goal. They win. Yeah. I'll go beach ball. Locking that in for Mark. What do you think, Nick? I don't think it's the was it the, uh, the daylight savings. Yeah. Mike is 2009. Uh-huh. iPhones exist. Yeah. Mm. And they, like, it's That's not, a believable one for the 80s. Yeah, it's know, not like, like everyone's on mm. analog watches still. The other problem with that one is that their daylight savings reverse it out, so they'd actually be getting there an hour early. Mm. But anyway, I've only just thought of that then. Nick, yeah. what else uh, do you think? I don't think it's the beach ball because I, I feel like if a soccer comes ball, the pitch, they stop play. But I don't think it, it would, would like divert. If a soccer ball hits a beach ball. Oh, you're talking physics. Um, yeah. <laughs> Shit. I don't, I don't think that makes sense. Uh, I don't think. Do you think of England being a real beachy place? <laughs> Don't, no, definitely. Well, that's why they have the beach ball to bring a bit of light into the grim existence. <laughs> it feels more like a, a a cricket cricket one as well with a beach ball, like right. beach balls at the cricket. A cat on the pitch. For me, why would they run? Like, where would you run away from a cat? Yeah, yeah like run that. towards. A cat. So I think the only one that makes sense is the orgy. Orgy locking mm. in the orgy for Nick. Yeah, and then the vegetable seems too unnoteworthy. 
Unless because they're English, they're eating a vegetable. Yeah, I think someone's trying to be funny. No. <laughs> it's a brutal way to phrase that, Maggie. <laughs> oh, I thought it was funny. <laughs> <laughs> I meant like I was going to say tricky, but I didn't want to start. Ah, sneaky. Um, <laughs> uh, so now, Maggie, you can lock in the one you're saying is correct. I think it's the beach ball. Ooh. Locking that in for Maggie. Luke. I might be wrong, but I do kind of remember... For some reason, a deflection. Where were you in 2009? I think I was in, in the UK. Right. But I might be, I'm not saying I'm right, but I feel like my instincts feel that could be If right. you were in the UK and then it would have been bigger news there and if it's lodged in the memory. Yeah, oh. I don't, but I might be completely wrong. Right. I don't, I don't want to gloat, but I, it's in my instinct, maybe. Mm. All right, let's go through who wrote the answers. A fan was seen eating a vegetable. That was Nick Shuler. Uh, Which I'm trying oh, to sorry, be funny. Nick, to be funny. <laughs> Thanks, Maggie. Trying to be tricky, I meant, but um, <laughs> you should call your festival show "Trying to Be Funny." <laughs> trying to be funny. Uh, <laughs> so then we had uh, Sutherland fans holding a bonfire to burn Beatles memorabilia. That was Maggie Luke. Mm. Uh, one team arrived an hour late because of the daylight savings. That was the house. And I realized my logic flaw as Nick was picking <laughs> out a different logic flaw. <laughs> Nick got it, yeah. A cat ran onto the pitch, distracting the keeper who was logic. Uh, that was written by Ellie, a.k.a. The House. Mm. Then we had some guy streaked and he was really hot and everyone got super horny and started banging, which Nick went for. That was Mike G. Oh. Meaning the correct answer was the football was deflected into the goal off a beach ball thrown by a fan. I thought, I don't know how I know that. That's yeah. really weird. Maybe it's like a clip I've seen on the internet or something. Right. Yeah. Interesting. So that's two points to Mike G, one point to Maggie Luke, mm. which is, geez, that's really shaking things up. That yes. now means the score, not for Nick, of course, who was yep. still on one oh, no. point. <laughs> this is this has been poor. <laughs> you went, we went for the horny answer. I yeah. did. A classic yeah. Mike G I trap. Think, I think I've seen a clip of that online as well. <laughs> <laughs> You've seen a clip of it. <laughs> yeah. Somehow they just spoke to you as well. Yeah. So, yeah. Look, the others all had logical flaws. <laughs> <laughs> the only one that seemed legit. Uh, the house is on five points, as is Maggie Luke, but way out in front now on seven points. It's Mike G. Yes. What? Um, meaning that coming into the final round, mm -hmm. uh, it is anyone's game, believe it or not, because this one's worth triple points. So, Nick, if you get this correct and they both guess your answer, you will still win the game. Feeling good. Uh, Feeling confident. And things like this have happened in the past. All right, so question seven. This one's always the longest one. You'll need the most writing time because it's a film synopsis question. Okay. 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 This one comes from Katie May from Burton-upon-Trent. The question is, what is the synopsis of the 2021 film Clean? While your answers are being written, here is some more information about the beach ball incident as written by John Ashdown in The Guardian the week of the match. For football managers under pressure, problems can rain down in all shapes and sizes. Alongside the usual suspects, injuries, boardroom uncertainty and the like, Rafael Benitez can now add beach balls after watching his Liverpool side slip to their third successive defeat in bizarre circumstances in Sunderland. These things happen was Benitez's response after Darren Bent scored the only goal of the game at the Stadium of Light. The Sunderland striker's shot, which was bound for the waiting palms of Pepe Reina, was deflected past the visiting keeper 
after striking a stray beach ball that seconds earlier had been thrown onto the pitch by a Liverpool fan. Under the laws of the game, the beach ball, which bore a Liverpool crest, should have been considered an outside agent, which whether an errant inflatable plastic bag or Yorkshire Terrier should bring a drop ball if struck by the match ball. So it shouldn't have it shouldn't have even been allowed this goal. The, the play should have been stopped. The referee, Mike Jones, despite seemingly having a clear view of the incident, allowed the goal to stand, however. The Sunderland manager, Steve Bruce, admitted that he was unaware of the rule, though he had clearly been informed by the time he was called upon to make his post-match comments. What a shame, was his tongue-in-cheek response. Been saying Sunderland, I think, before I said Sutherland a few times. All right, the answers are in. <laughs> so here's the final question. Can't remember if I said who wrote it. It's Katie May from Burton-upon-Trent, which sounds like a fantastic place to be. And the question is, what is the synopsis of the 2021 film Clean? Here are your options. The tale of a bathroom supply salesman who goes on a murderous rampage after he's fired from his job. He strangles his victims with dental floss and then washes the bodies with bleach. A junior school football team are heading for a perfect season, but disaster strikes when their star player breaks a leg. Luckily, there is nothing specific in the rulebook saying the janitor can't step onto the field, <laughs> even if he's a recently retired pro footballer. <laughs> Clean, starring Alexander Skarsgård, Kate Winslet and Brosnan Pinchot, follows the true story of Ben Flipkins, Skarsgård, the creator of Ajax cleaning powder in the 1940s. Flipkins product is... Stuck on. Sorry. This sounds the most incredible. <laughs> 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 I'm pretty sure I know that's not real because I would have watched that. Yeah. I just hadn't... Um, I hadn't... I hadn't considered Flipkins as a just Flipkins tickled me in that moment. I'm sorry. <laughs> right. It's a great name. Well, ben Flipkins. Anyway, Flipkins product is stolen by the Colgate company, led by the nefarious Donald Gramble, played by Pinchot. Kate Winslet plays the wife. Uh, a romantic comedy. Clean stars Julia Lewis Dreyfus as Annie, a recently divorced mother of one who starts exploring her sex life by picking up college students at the local laundromat and manages to find something she wasn't looking for, winner of the 2021 Grand Jury Prize at Sundance. Tormented by his past, a garbage man named Clean attempts a quiet <laughs> life of redemption <laughs> but soon finds himself forced to reconcile with, his violence, uh, with the violence of his past. Or a sorority needs to raise some money quick or risk being shut down. In a desperate last-ditch attempt, they start selling blank canvases as high art to clueless socialites in this laugh out loud ahead of its time black comedy. I like mm. the garbage man called Clean. Yeah. yeah. And he murders? Is that what happens? No, uh, murders earlier. He's got, well, he's got to reconcile with the violence of his past. Okay. Garbage man named Clean. Mr. Clean is his name. <laughs> I I know for a fact I would have watched the Ajax film. That is something I I loved like those. It's like off. the founder. Yeah, like I like those. I like those yeah. too. Yeah. yeah. So I don't think it's that one. I'd know. The Might not have got a wide release yet. Well, it sounds artsy. Who? Skarsgård, Winslet, and Pinchot. Brosnan, Pinchot. I don't know if I know Pinchot. Bronze, Brosnan. Well, I, and I think I'm, you know what, I I'm leaning towards the first one, Bronson, <laughs> Bronson Pinchot. So do I say Bron Brosnan? Yeah, you said Bronwyn. Bronwyn. <laughs> <laughs> it's not a great show for me, a person who's not a great reader, but Bronson Pinchot. Uh -huh. Bronson Pinchot. And I reckon that's a house one that isn't Matt. Uh, so you've got the bathroom supply salesman on a murderous rampage. 
Got the school football team. Murderous Rampage, the dental floss is where it falls away for me. Right. Strangling with dental floss. Does it yeah. have the, as a physics oh, man. Oh, yeah. The, the, <laughs> well, I got the physics integrity, wrong last Structural time. integrity. Yeah. yeah, it is pretty flimsy. Mm. Nick, tell know. us why you're a physics man. Is that something you're into? Or? Uh, have you seen my head? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Look at he, my face. He legit looks I, like Beaker yeah, from yeah. 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 Uh, yeah. I legitimately studied chemistry at university. There you that's, go. That's my jam. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's not physics, is it? It's, it's not, but not. it's nerdy shit. <laughs> <laughs> is Beaker a famously a good scientist? Uh, he gets into some mischief, but yep. he's, he still wears a lab coat and, you know, he's always... <laughs> he looks the part. He yeah, looks the yeah. part. Yeah, he's always getting blown up. Yeah. He always looks worried. Yeah. What was his his buddy's name? Oh, uh, Dr. Bunsen. Dr. Bunsen. Dr. Bunsen. Dr. Bunsen. Yeah. There you go. Mm. <laughs> Swedish <laughs> chef. <laughs> Fucking Sweet. hell, man. I see, Get it together. <laughs> I see cooking as like a science. Ah, uh, right, right, right. Of sorts. Uh-huh. So, yeah, that one murders Rampage because the floss. Okay, then you have the junior football team where the janitor comes in to save the day. Mm, I like that. Then that, you- that strikes me as like early 90s movie, like Air Bud. Not yes. Nothing in the rule book is, is one of my favorite cliches. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Nothing specific in the rule book saying the janitor can't play. <laughs> so the, the janitor team. plays on the high school team. Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, then we've got Alexander Skarsgård-led film about the creator of Ajax cleaning powders in the 1940s. And what, yeah. what got you in that? Uh, ben Flipkins, which is, I feel <laughs> awful because it's probably, that's a real person, obviously, who started a Oh, company. it's a real person. Well, I, th- I think this is a, based on a true story. Uh-huh. I think. But, wow. yeah, I just had an. Why had isn't a, his name Ajax? Why? Mr. Ajax. Yeah. Ajax. Oh, yeah. Is that how, you just said you've seen the founder. Maybe, <laughs> well, yeah, maybe Flipkins bought it off. <laughs> Gary Ajax. Okay. Yeah. Right, and was right. the founder, did Michael Keaton play Johnny McDonald? <laughs> <laughs> Good point, guys. Move on. Uh, then we have the romantic comedy starring Julia, is it Louis or Lewis? Louis. Louis. Julia Louis Dreyfus. yeah. As Annie, recently divorced mother, picking up college students at the local laundromat, mm-hmm. but find something she wasn't looking for. Then we had the garbage man named Clean, mm. uh, attempting a quiet life of redemption, but soon finds himself forced to reconcile with the violence of his past or the sorority that needs to raise some quick money or risk being shut down. And they sold blank canvases as high art to clueless socialites in a laugh out loud ahead of its time, black comedy. It's not ahead of its time. Mm. Um, well, we don't know that yet. Well, we're, <laughs> You'd be foolish to say so. We're currently speaking in the hindsight of that film and mm. can see – that it wasn't, but I am going to lock in the dental floss. Dental floss. Oh, yeah. yeah. Maggie Luke. Yeah, because the other ones, everything is just a little bit off to me. So there's the dental floss, which is the next one. It's the, the soccer one. Yeah. Which sounds, foo- yeah, sounds boring as shit. And <laughs> do you know what I mean? Like that's, and then. Maybe the, when the janitor is playing soccer, a really hot guy runs onto the floor. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe it's the banging. janitor. It starts banging. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Um, yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna go for dental floss. All right, lock that in. What are you thinking, Mike? I, I, you're I, in the you're in the box seat here. I know, but I feel like Maggie made up the Julia Louis Dreyfus one as some kind of. Why do you think that? I don't know. It just seems that Why the Sundance thing is a touch of Maggie Luke. Well, touch. that's a Maggie touch. Yeah. Didn't I just say that I like those Ajax style movies? Yeah, yeah. But I think you know this. If you were to 
make a movie, it would be Julia Louis-Dreyfus sleeping with people at a laundromat. <laughs> <laughs> That's just my dream journal. I mean, I uh, was leaning towards that, but I'll look, I'll, uh, ahead of its time, throws the last one. I don't, look, I'll go with Julia Louis-Dreyfus. All right, locking that in for Mike G. Uh-huh. I think it's the sorority, the ahead of its time, but only two years ago. Ahead of its time. Can I you, think that's like perfect. I know that's, It means that they're, if wank. that is true, it means that they th- those movies are happening now. Right. And I've it's like it's not even an interesting film. <laughs> like, I didn't say it was accurate. <laughs> Blank canvases to socialites ahead of its time. Yeah. I'm gonna go uh, sororities. All right, locking that in with it. Yeah. Mm. For Nick. That's interesting. All different. All right, let's go through who wrote the answers. The junior football team are heading for the perfect season. Then they got the janitor involved. That was written by Katie, a.k.a. The House. She wrote it where it was more believable and I really souped up the rule book thing. I just love throwing in the rule book thing. Nice. <laughs> um, Clean starring Alexander Skarsgård. That was written by Mike. I'm so sorry about <laughs> breaking in the Flipkins. I feel no. like I did not help you. Flipkins, yeah, really is that did a, that. Is that a... A There's a name? tennis player named Flipkins, and <laughs> that was just in my head. <laughs> I don't know why that really. And just... Bronson Pinchot is uh, the actor who played Balky Bartokamus in oh, the great. 80s sitcom Perfect Strangers. It was a great show. And yeah, no one picked up on that. But I he, watched that film, though. I, you know, I thought that was good. It would be good. I'd I like to see the history it. of Ajax. Yeah. yeah. Then we had a romantic comedy starring Julie Louis Dreyfus, which. Uh, Mark, my fault. And you were correct, Maggie. Did write that because I want to see it. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, A sorority needing to raise money quick. Laugh out loud ahead of its time. Black comedy. That was the house. Oh no! (laughs) That's ruined my chances of winning. The tale of the bathroom supply salesman, which Mark went for. That was Nick. So points for Nick there. Uh, meaning the correct answer, no one got it, but it was tormented by his past of garbage man named Clean attempts a quiet life of redemption. Oh, I But was- soon finds himself forced to reconcile with the violence of his past. And this is... Uh, Who plays Clean? It, he doesn't only play him, he wrote it and directed it. It's oh, his even whole better. thing. Bronson Pinchot? Uh uh, Brody, what's his name? Oh, Jenna. Oh, Adrian, Adrian Brody. Adrian Brody. Brody. Oh. This feels like something he'd do. Mm. Yeah. And yeah, did not do well at the box office or with critics scoring 47% on Rotten Tomatoes. Critic Leslie Felperin wrote, our hero barely says much at all, leaving it to Brody to do a lot of acting with those big sad eyes. It makes the film feel a bit like a silent movie, but not one of the good ones. <laughs> Brutal. (laughs) Uh, Ahead of its time. Ahead of its time. Yeah. So points for everyone, but Mike in that last round. Meaning that the final scores are Nick Shula leaping up to four points. Well done, Nick. Thank you. Uh, And landing in fourth spot as well, Nick. And uh, your show's coming up. Do you want to tell people where they can see it? Yeah, absolutely. It's on uh, at the Chinese Museum, 6.30 p.m. from the 11th till the 23rd of April. It's on at the same time as Matt's show. Yeah. So so you you come see one of us and then the next night see the other. Yeah. Just camp out at the Chinese Museum. (laughs) In third place on seven points, it's Mike G. And your show, Mike, how can people see that? The Mike Goldstein of Comedy, when is this out? This is out Monday week. Ah, Monday week. So the Melbourne Comedy Festival will be in full swing then. So either the Greek Center or Cooper's Inn. And after that, it'll be in Perth and Sydney as part of their comedy festivals. So get along to that. 
And I'll be holding screenings of Mr. Clean <laughs> <laughs> afterwards. But the winner this week, equal on eight points, it's Maggie Luke in the house. Hey. Oh, you really came through at the end there. Yeah, it's the Julia Lewis yeah. breakfast. You, uh, you Bradbury'd it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and where, where can people see your show, Maggie? Um, it is on the 14th of April at Comedy Republic, and it's got Ben Russell and Greg Larson and some really good acts that are yet to be confirmed, but it'll be really good. Um, and it's on at 12.30. And it's not satire. I am. It's not satire. It's not. <laughs> it's not. It's basically one of those shows that will everyone will let loose on to get all of their internal comedy festival they're the funnest shows at they the are. festival. Mm. I love those weird late night shows. Yeah. Uh, people can see my show, Ding, at the Chinese Museum through the whole comedy festival at 6.30. Same time as Nick's. Uh, and I can also see this show, Who Knew with Matt Stewart, the Brisbane Comedy Festival in May. Um, and, yeah, find out details of that via mattstewartcomedy.com. Thanks so much, everyone, for listening. Thanks so much to the three of you for joining us here. Thanks for having us. Thank you. Thanks, mate. And cheers to everyone for tuning in to Who Knew with Matt Stewart. And now that you know it, I've been Matt Stewart. Goodbye. Is it when we're writing, is there thinking music happening for the listeners or? It's either edited out. Or I'll be telling them information about the last question or something else. Mm. I totally zoned out when you described what this is all about. So (laughs) (laughs) I'll learn as we go. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) You'll figure it out. The worst thing in the world is someone explaining instructions. Oh, God. Mm. Yeah, I completely blank out. (laughs) Totally. I think, yeah. Yeah, so what are we doing? That and when someone says, let's pair up. Yeah. That's the worst (laughs) two things. All right, few, few instructions. Yeah. And let's pair up. Worst thing you start know. stressing about who you're going to pair with. Yeah, I, just, yeah. I hate every part of that. Yeah. Well, this is all solo. You don't have to pair at all. Yeah. I think I asked ahead of time. It's everyone for themselves. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Normally okay. there's pairing in the show. Oh. But not this week. Not with Maggie Luke here. Oh, God. What does that it's, mean? It's, I don't <laughs> well, know. I just know that you don't like pairing. That's all. Oh, uh, right. Yeah, no, yeah that's yeah. good. Okay. The thing you just said. Okay. <laughs> well, since you said titular, I've been thinking about pairs the whole <laughs> 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 Yeah, titular feminism is really. (laughs) So we message you the meaning of latibulate. Yes. What if I have other messages on my phone that I'm now compelled to look at? (laughs) (laughs) See if you can work them in. I think you need a funner word than the house. People love the house. They like the house. It's the way you say the house. Yeah. The house gets booed at live shows. Oh. Bit, of, bit of fun. What's the house? That's that's, that's me. <laughs> Mike left. <laughs> He's back. Matt's the house. Matt's the house. He keeps calling himself the house. Took me a while to figure out what's going on. Like the house always wins. Well, I mean, I, I did explain. I said, I'm also playing as the house. But why the house? You're more of an apartment type guy. <laughs> <laughs> Townhouse at best. <laughs> All right.
Um, we're still on. Yeah, we're still. <laughs> I was about to say the same thing. <laughs> 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 when you asked before, Maggie, what happens while you're writing? It's uh-huh. me telling the listeners uh-huh. about that. <laughs> Both Mike what? and I just. <laughs> yeah, I think I've explained. Oh. Ed, no one has ever. <laughs> I'm I'm, this, this is episode thirty, <laughs> and no one has ever what? been so confused <laughs> by the show before. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking hell, dude! Clean it up. <laughs> Can I say, well, you can cut all this, but like I was just, because we're looking at our messages and, you know, so I was distracted just then where someone had messaged me this morning and I hadn't messaged back. I'd looked at it, but I hadn't messaged back yet. And, you know, on Facebook Messenger, you could see it says seen. And because I hadn't responded, they just wrote seen in capital letters. Oh, wow. <laughs> pass ass. Yeah. So pass ass. Is that insane? Yeah. Who are we talking? A friend or like a f- comedy promoter? Oh, okay. yeah. Okay. <laughs> Name and shame. Yeah. <laughs> now let's just say there are no Logan Husky. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What well, are you going to write back? You're going to write back. Yeah, I know. I'll just write back red. Red. <laughs> <laughs> Tim Curry was the one who played Scar. Yes. And he was in um, Clue. Rock, Clue and Rocky Horror. True. Yes. Yeah. He didn't play Ro- Scar, though, I don't think. Yes, that he did in the original Lion King. Wasn't he? That was Jeremy Irons. I thought it was Jeremy Irons mm. as well. I saw a clip of Jeremy Irons recently. Have you seen this clip of Jeremy Irons uh-huh. talking about how it's not incestive as the father and son? Hell yeah. <laughs> Wait, what? Wild. <laughs> this is, I like it. It was a, it's an interview. Uh-huh. Yeah. What, what's his, how does he reason that? I don't know. <laughs> mm. Yeah. I th- it was a weird, I just assume it would be somehow like a historical movie about a real thing to yeah. call it that. Yeah. Australia. Yeah. Is it a musical? No. It's just all made up. Uh, right, it's right. just about like Hugh Jackman. I've never seen it, but as far as he's like drove some cattle. Yeah. And it goes for like, what, three and a half hours? What? It's insanely I've never watched Maybe this. Nicole Kidman's at the other end, maybe. Ah, uh, she's in it as well. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Right. Everything's in it that they think Australia mm. is. Mm. Managed, I think, two world wars, all the Anzacs. Oh, oh shit. okay. 7,000 kangaroos and a Qantas plane. Wow, is that true? Mm. Okay, I, I, I have no idea about that film. <laughs> Nikki There's Webster? so much more than just the cows. <laughs> Nikki Webster. She's in it? Nikki oh, That's the oldest Australian reference I can think Savage of. Savage Garden. Oh, hell yeah. Uh, it. Uh, clotheslines that spin around. Yeah. Oh, We're yeah. always proud of those whenever <laughs> there's a parade or yeah. something. 20 minutes into the film, you watch, then watch the entire of the opening of the Sydney 2000 yeah. Olympics and then the film restarts right. within it as well. That sounds good, actually. Yeah, that sounds pretty sick. Yeah. yeah. What's the weather like in uh, Kansas City? Right now? Oh, yeah, generally. Is it oh, up it's everything. Down. Yeah, yeah. It's, uh, Melbourne-ish? It's, no. You don't get the four seasons in a day like you get here. Have you heard that one before? <laughs> uh, no, it's like crazy blizzards in winter and then insanely hot in summer. And then oh, even, even wilder. Yeah, proper springs. Yeah. Wow. Hot girl summer. Hot girl summer. <laughs> okay. What you're- does that even mean? It means hot girl summer. (laughs) (laughs) It means a summer for the hot girls. For the hot girls. And not for the uggos. Yeah, yeah, because you got to rule against that. Was that Nebraska? Nebraska. Just in the summertime now. Year round. Lock up the uggos. Uggos thrive in winter, though. Yeah, uggo winter. (laughs) Yeah, they can bundle up. Yeah. Yeah. Wait, wait, sorry, Matt. This isn't the way you wanted to go. Editing nightmare. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Stuart. 
So you didn't tell me this is a three hour long podcast. What came? I was thinking the same thing. <laughs> I mean, a lot of that had to do with you two chatting for <laughs> fucking half an hour before we ever got started. Sorry. Oh. <laughs> you stumbled on your own name there at the end. Stoward. <laughs> was it supposed to be? That's, some, that's meant to it? be the joke, yeah. Stow it. So that rhymes with know it instead of knew it. Ah. Come on, Matt, that was fun. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more and is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.